I hear sermons in which the diagnosis of the world's ills is excellent. I wait anxiously for the cure. But from being factual and detailed and down to earth, the preachers become vague and general and tell me what I already know. Christ is the answer. Sure he is. But how? Pray for Jimmy Carter. Let us stop peddling simplistic solutions to complex problems. Let us accept the fact that in a complex world, there are no easy Christian answers. Let us realise that born-again Christians, looking sincerely for Christian answers, may well come out with opposite convictions on some issues. And, at the risk of being wrong, let us keep working at finding Christian ways through our modern problems by becoming better informed, and then more vocal and active for justice and truth in society, along with others of goodwill. Church Membership For a biblical people, we are quite unbiblical in the way we use such phrases as church members. The New Testament concept of membership is a dynamic, growing relationship with Christ the Head and with each other, Ephesians 4.25, and is quite dissimilar from the usage wherein membership is the bestowal of certain rights and duties conferred by man upon the acceptance of certain conditions, and the exclusion by man from these rights and duties of those not accepting such conditions. Church Membership Who confers membership? Any congregation may dispense such rights and insist upon such conditions and duties and confer such membership, provided it does not believe that it has biblical authority for what it is doing, and provided it knows that it is involved in a human expediency. It is the Lord who adds to the church those whom he is saving. Acts 2.47 It is God who makes us alive as a living part of his body. Ephesians 2.1 and 5 It is God who creates us or gives us our life in the body of Christ. Ephesians 2.10 2 Corinthians 5.17 It is Christ who brings us into the body through the cross. Ephesians 2.18 we have no authority to receive people into the church. We may welcome them into the family or fellowship of a local congregation, but only the Lord receives them into the church. It could well be that he is not receiving into the body some of those whom we say we are receiving into the church. And it could be that he is receiving some to whom we are denying membership. Small is beautiful. While both small and big can be either beautiful or ugly, the important thing is not to be concerned at all about size. Elephantiasis and phlebitis are both nasty diseases. The important thing is to face facts. It is a fact that we are a small group and many of our churches are very small. It is a fact that smallness by itself is not necessarily a sign of anything. It is a fact that God has a mission for Churches of Christ in today's world, and God does not propose that we should wait until we get to a certain size or until we get with the strength before we get on with it. Small is beautiful. The more mobile, free and unrestricted lifestyle that is part of our spirit at its best could well be what many of them will be open to as they find that 
small can be beautiful and redemptive. SOS Saving souls is saving people, whole people, and not a little spiritual bit of people. Those who think of people as having impersonal souls can confine their interest to getting those souls saved and their owners onto the church roll. But people who have really been liberated by God are full of love and compassion. They are interested in whole people rather than just the God-shaped blank inside them. So they liberate others from their loneliness by being with them. They liberate them from hunger by feeding them. They liberate them from oppression by working for justice. They liberate them from discrimination by accepting them and getting others to do the same.